Hello and welcome to episode six of Into the Pod. I am your host, Sam, and with me today I have the delectable Ryan Chitterton. How are you, mate? I'm very well, as Good. always. Good. Um, last week we sat in Udi's and recorded. Yep. Today you are in the most delightful, is it Fox and Penguin pyjamas? We're in my Christmas pyjamas. Yeah, man. Matching with the wife, I hear. Uh, yes, yes. Claire got them for me. And uh, they're just really comfy. Yeah, they, they look comfy, I'll be honest. I'm wearing jeans that are digging into my big fat belly, so... Mm, it's just not what you need. It's I not had jeans on, but I had to get changed into these lovely... I think they're more like loungewear than Loungewear. Yeah, you know. Loungewear. Um, so we've got a different setup today it's weird it's i feel like it's throwing me off you know <clears throat> yeah so we always record at my house because we've got the uh big beastie pc but we're going out for german food and beer yeah absolutely i'm excited in Can't your wait. hometown so uh i've i've brought the portable kit with me and we're recording at uh at your house yeah i know it's it's just bizarre it's, it is bizarre because your house is just an absolute fortress of nerdy stuff and i <laughs> love it <laughs> You said to me, right, just go drop your bag upstairs. So I did. And there's just a room of hundreds of pounds worth of lightsabers. Yeah, yeah. And you expect them to be there when I leave. My, my Force FX lightsabers. Yeah. Six of, six of them? I think five. Five. I've got five of them, yeah. And Gimli's axe. Gimli's axe from Lord of the Rings, yeah. Like a proper replica as well. Yeah, it's fucking look, ridiculous. Claire I love got it. me from the, uh, the Royal Armouries. Wow. Yeah, down it, in London. It is ridiculously cool in this house. Well, depends on your viewpoint. <laughs> <laughs> so what's we'd say cool to most other people? If you're listening to this so for the nerdy. content, then yeah. you probably would appreciate yeah, this. Yeah, that's fair. That's We've fair. also got a massive Wally doll sat next to us, uh, Teddy, just sponsoring the podcast in a way yeah, today. Yeah, it's kind of creepy just looking at us, like yeah. this two-foot Wally. He looks sad. He does, but he always looks sad, doesn't he, Wally? Mm, he does a bit. Yeah. Mm, that's why I didn't Wally. watch Wally for so long, because... Every time I put it on, he's just he's just sad. Oh dear. So as a little intro, I wrote some ideas what we could talk about. Um because the World Cup's on. You're a big football fan. I am, yeah. Uh, have you been watching? You've been paying attention? I haven't actually. Have I've been not? paying attention, I've been following the scores, but I've not really watched a lot at all. No, I'm not a football fan at all. Soccer as you call it. Soccer. Soccer ball. But I have been um I've been watching England matches, um, possibly some of the most boring football i ever watched uh against yeah, it was USA. such a shame when it was the usa game on friday friday night seven o'clock it's like prime football watching time i went to the pub to watch it and you know when i last went to the pub to watch the england games it was the euros and obviously we did so well it was a big yeah. piss up all with all my mates and it was just quality atmosphere we all had such a good time and then hoping for a repeat on Friday. And it was just dull. I know. Just so, so dull. It was bad because I, I only ever follow football during World Cup or Euros. Just everyone's going to be talking about it. So why not? And I'll be honest, I struggled. Yeah. I really struggled with that game. Yeah. And there was three of us that don't watch football watching it as well. So. Which doesn't help, does it? No, exactly. Um, so because I'm not a football fan, I have decided to download the new Madden game. <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone's getting into football because uh, I'm a big American football fan. You are, yeah. Um, Slowly getting towards the end of the season, got a few months left of it. So I thought I'd get on that because I want to do a, a an, an NFL episode because mm. you know jack shit about I the know sport. absolutely nothing. So I'd love I'd love it for us to play a few games of Madden, then we watch an American football film, and you just not have a I clue. Want a clue. It's going to be such shit content, but I just want to <laughs> yeah. I, I want to do it so bad. Just uh, an hour of me just going. I don't understand. Like, <laughs> exactly. What is this? Exactly. <laughs> what does that mean? I've come up with a little quiz and everything for wow, you. So it's yeah, I, know, be, I know you've been looking forward to that one. Oh, big time. Um, but other than that, it's been well since last week. We've not really done a great amount, have we? No, we haven't. I don't think we've seen each other, have we? Since 
since we last recorded. No, 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 we no, haven't. We had, we had a good run of a couple of weeks where we saw each other a lot. But it's, uh, we've been saving it for tonight for this big piss up. Yeah, yeah. We've had this in in the diary for a while. We have. And then potentially a cinema trip next week. Yes, as well. I think we're looking at. Are we going to see the menu? The menu is on the menu. menu. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I had, sorry, I didn't know what to say. I had no idea what it was. All I knew was I'd heard of the menu when I'd seen the picture of Anna Taylor Joy. So I assumed mm. it was some boring film about a restaurant. Yeah. So I was like, why is our, our little horror nerdy club going to watch this? So yeah. when I Googled it, it said horror comedy. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can yeah. do this. I'm really not sure what to expect from that film. I know nothing about it. This is what I'm loving about the, the sickos. Yeah. Is I, all the films that we've sort of suggested going to see, I've known zero about. Yeah. yeah and yeah. actually, I've n- not really ever done that. So it's so nice to go in and see a film. Like after Barbarian, mm. it's a bit of a shit, really, because my hopes are always going to be that high. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't think it'll ever beat that. No, with a horror film. Like, yeah, we didn't know what to expect with that at all, and it um, was banging, and it and it lived up to. It well, delivered. I had no expectations actually. So yeah, but it, it delivered, like you said. It um, delivered, unlike the nachos. Unlike the nachos, which yeah was the only issue really. Yeah, definitely. And I couldn't re- I couldn't work my reclining chair until we left. <laughs> oh, <the cinema>. yeah. <laughs> and then you got stuck in it because you couldn't know, get it back yeah. down. <laughs> A disaster. Yeah, I nearly fell asleep in that first ever cinema I've been into with a reclining chair. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Oh my god, it was delightful. Uh, yeah, I was shocked because I know lots of people say, "Oh, oh it's amazing. You got to go for like reclining chairs. Try this, try that." And I was like, "Well, you just sat watching a film. You know, the chairs are never uncomfortable." Yeah, especially but, when you've eaten quite a lot, like we did that yeah. night, because you can just slob out. Well, yeah, it makes such a difference. I'll, yeah, I mean, I only got mine up like six inches off the floor, but. It was comfy. Yeah. <laughs> Literally just six inches. That's all you need. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> please. please. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, right. So I think we should get straight into the episode and we should look at Snack of the Week, which again, and always will be sponsored by the beautiful Drew Flanagan music. Yeah. Yep. So cue the music. And there it is. Fantastic. It hits every time, doesn't oh, it? No, yeah. <laughs> just have that on repeat constantly. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> we listened back to that so much on the last episode because it's the first time in the episode. And we actually put that in afterwards. We didn't play it during the episode. Yeah, yeah. And it just worked out so well that after it played, I went, brilliant. <laughs> A genuine reaction. Yeah, so again, I've been speaking a bit to Drew. He's over the moon. He's he's a big fan of the podcast, bless him. He's yep. he's all over it at the minute, constantly messaging with his top fives and ideas for, for episodes, and I love yeah, it. And which I've is sa- great. Yeah, and I've said to him, we'd, um, we'd do an episode for him because he's a million miles away. He's in the army. He's, um, you know, he can get a bit lonely out there sometimes. So I said we'd dedicate a show to him. Um, yep. And the same goes to you guys. If you've got any ideas for recommendations or anything you would like to hear from us, then please get in contact because it's all about, you know, we love giving you guys recommendations, but we'd like some ourselves. We'd like to like go out of comfort zone a little bit. So please, please, please get in contact. Let us know what you'd like. We have actually had quite a few up to now, people telling us what they want to hear. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, it's nice for us to get different suggestions because we just do the same things all the time, don't we? Always, yeah, we you, do. You have things that you're comfortable with and that you like and, so it's nice to branch out of our comfort zones, try new things, even if we think they're shit. 
That's yeah. part and parcel of it. That's exactly what's going to be happening with us. You know, we're, sh we're throwing out some recommendations. People are like, yeah, that was crap. Didn't like that. But, and we find it ourselves, you know, when we did that episode, episode three, where we gave each other recommendations yeah, for yeah. film ones, you know, we've got some great ones in there, some bit more hit and miss, but that's the beauty of doing this podcast, I guess. Absolutely. So ping them into us. And as always, please share, like, I'm not going to go through it all, but you know what to do. Try get us to your friends and your family so snack of the week um i had already picked something up for snack of the week i had it in the cupboard ready to go and then mm -hmm. there was a little surprise a tell little, us about the surprise Ryan. Surprise. it was a surprise to me so i was around my sisters um watching the football the other day and i asked her for some chocolate because she nipped to the shop and she came back with our snack of the week for this week so did she just walk in the room and went i've got your snack of the week pretty much yeah that that is i've got banging yeah I know, and that's so great. I love that idea that Snack of the Week is now like, <laughs> like an institution that people just throw snacks at us now. I think it's fantastic until I said to um, Drew that he, he wanted to come on. I was like, cool, well, you're responsible for bringing Snack of the Week then. And he was talking about bringing, you know, that fish thing that everyone's doing at the minute. It's like no, the smelliest fish. Oh, it's, have, it's a big yeah, TikTok I have, thing. I have minute. seen it. Yeah. I was like, dude, you're not invited on if you're going to play games no, like that. No, no, yeah. <laughs> we don't care if you're in the army, if you sponsor the podcast. <laughs> well, he said to me, he goes, oh, I'm going to try and find some pop culture related um, snacks to bring down. And then he sent me an eBay listing for some Action Man soda. Incredible. Well, this thing was clearly 15 years out of date. Oh, no. I was not like, so incredible. That is wicked, but it's 25 quid and well out of date. We can't, <laughs> we can't drink that. But don't get me wrong, bring it and we'll put it oh, somewhere try. else. <laughs> Spend the next three weeks in hospital. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so your sister's Jess? Yeah, yep. Jess, Jessica. Yep. Jess, thank you very much uh, for the snack of the week. You uh, you have now made it to part of the Into the Pod Hall of Fame for this. I know, yeah. So what, what have we got? Here comes Sam and Ryan, listen to them both speak. They've come for a was all with their pop culture critique but are you even a nerd if you don't overread so come on everybody it's the snack of the week we have got now i've never seen one of these before it is a mars raspberry smash flavor raspberry smash flavor i don't even know what you what is raspberry smash i have not got a clue but i'm assuming let's have a look yeah it's got its own sticker on the back so someone's gone over the ingredients with their own ingredients <laughs> so okay um well let's just fucking let's give it a try go it. yeah <laughs> why not raspberry I mean, smash what's the worst that could happen i'm all about raspberry chocolate though really yeah i, love I, it. I can take or leave it yeah i absolutely love it so uh um, chin chin yeah, my cheers, friend a little clink Enjoy, of the yeah. mars bars yeah we, we again didn't take a picture of these before oh shit, <laughs> shit. we never do that yes can you buy us more raspberry <laughs> smash mars <laughs> well, wait, wait to see how it tastes first we'll just get a picture in the shop <laughs> like the green cola you mean <laughs> that was delicious <laughs> buy more of that no oh mate that is fucking ace oh my god that's so sweet that is so good oh i don't know if i'm a fan oh, you know sweet's my thing mm. Oh, mate. It's too raspberry. I don't know why. I wasn't expecting caramel in it. Even, yeah, it's though, even a, though it's a Mars bar. It's just a Mars bar, but the, the nougat... is raspberry. It's raspberry. That is ridiculously good. I feel a little bit sick. I've had one bite. <laughs> I'm not going to finish this whole bar on air. Yeah. Because what we've learned is we spend too much time eating when we should be <laughs> getting on with the episode. So I'll finish that afterwards. <laughs> the cereal episode. <laughs> <laughs> was a little bit long. 
Captain Serial episode, which has been described as really funny, but it could have been shorter. (laughs) (laughs) That's how we felt. (laughs) We didn't. I could have done that forever, mate. It was fucking brilliant. I had so much fun recording it that there's actually actual nerves when it came out i wanted people to find it as funny as we did i suppose the, the worrying thing with anything like that is it, what, you know when you're in a situation you find yourself hilarious or you find each other hilarious <laughs> yeah. and then other people are looking in thinking what are you guys on about that is not funny at all grow up again the beauty of the podcast fuck them yeah yeah <laughs> no one's listening anyway literally no one's <laughs> listening anyway so for me Mars Raspberry Smash is two thumbs up. I am a big fan of that. Well, I don't know. And I'm looking forward to smashing mine and smashing yours. Yeah, you can have mine as well. Um, it's nice. It's just too sweet for me. Yeah. Right? I like chocolate, but... You're sweet enough, aren't you, babe? Yeah. I like my plain chocolate. Do you? You know, like... You're so boring, man. Uh, so I am. I am. boring. I know. I just like... I like dry, <laughs> plain <laughs> food. No sauce. <laughs> No, no color. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's Ryan through and through. It sums me up. <laughs> so, Jess, again, thank you very much. Absolutely yeah. loved that. Thank um, you. I will say now we are having a few beers whilst doing this, and I'm not going to stop the recording just to make Ryan pass me beer. So, you will, there'll be a lot of opening tins of beer whilst we're doing this. Yeah, it's actually the first time we've had a drink whilst doing this. I know because normally you drive to mine and you've got to get home, yeah, haven't you? And I yeah. always feel bad sitting there drinking when you can't. Yeah. So I could quite easily sit there and have a few beers, yeah. but I didn't want to. Uh... You always used to say that you would always drink mm. on your previous podcasts. On the pre- and stuff. They always come to mine. Um, one of the guys literally lived ten doors up. Yeah. And the other guy never drank. Right. Yeah, so yeah. Aaron would always have a few beers with me if he could. I mean, he'd have one or two, and I'd sit there and smash eight. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. 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 Uh, and then James never bothered. So, <clears throat> right. So um, we normally would bang a top five in roundabout now, but we've had a bit of a chat and we don't want to just keep doing the same thing week in, week out. We don't want it mm-hmm. to become too monotonous. Uh, is that the word? Monotonous? Absolutely, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Check you out with a big word. Hell. Where did that come from? That's so know. natural as well. Just it's slipped off the tongue. It's because I'm in the same house as your English teacher wife. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. I feel like if I don't try big words, I might get told off. <laughs> to read a thesaurus before you arrive. <laughs> Um, so you came up with an idea for a a new part of the episode so why don't you sort of explain to everyone what it is yeah okay well it's pretty much like we were saying earlier you know we get a lot of people ask for recommendations even previous to the podcast i i'm you know massive into my films and tv and stuff and music as well and all those sort of things so I, i would often get asked like oh you know any good film recommendations or anything like that. And we've already obviously incorporated that into this podcast because that's what we're all about. But as our listeners have probably noticed, we tend to ramble (laughs) for a long, long time, (laughs) you know, 40 minutes on serial as as a prime example. (laughs) So I thought it'd be nice if we've got like a recommendation rather than doing like a deep dive into it where we spend an entire episode going into like the ins and outs of it and why we love it. If we've just watched something or if we've got a TV show like on the go or something that we, we thought, no, that was all right, but I don't necessarily want to spend half an hour talking about it. Mm -hmm. We could just do a quick, like, Oh, I've just watched this. You know, this is what it's about. Give it a watch and just a brief overview. And I thought that we could keep it quick rather than rambling on for ages. So we I said, why don't we just time it? 60 seconds. 60 second recommendations. 60 second recommendations. Keep us on track. So are we going to do this? So I've just got my stopwatch out. Are yeah. we going to do it where we cut the other person off after 60 seconds? I think so, yeah. Yeah, we try to keep it 
Short, sweet. Short, sweet. Blast to the point. It. What it is. Why I should watch it or whatever. Or why I shouldn't watch it. Just a, Yeah, whatever you want. Boom. Within 60 seconds. Listening back to the episodes, because obviously I have to edit them. I notice that I say the word um mm. after every word. So it's going to be quite hard for me to do this because I'm like, well, um, and, um, um, yeah. um, this, I, um when I've listened um, back to the, the episodes, I've noticed I say the word brutal a lot. Yes. That's all I say. And now that I've clocked it. So when I listen back to the episodes, I just cringe at myself every single time. Two episodes ago, whilst I was, uh, editing, I realized I said the word 100% six times <laughs> in like three minutes. So I was going to do, cause I've got loads and loads of stuff to give away as, um, as competition prizes that, yeah. I've, that I bought before we even started the podcast. I was going to do a competition of whoever can count the amount of times I say hundred percent first gets a prize. Cause it was a fucking diff- ridiculous amount. I don't know why yeah. I say 100% all the time. I don't time, know why but... I say brutal all the time. It's like, now we're in the thesaurus house. We'll have to, yeah, we're going to have to say more. This is why we need Claire sitting next to us next time. So she can just, yeah, you're like, you know, like, um, what is it like? Eight, eight out of ten cats does count down. Or just a regular yes. countdown. You have like dictionary corner, is it? Yeah, yeah. With Sue, what, Susan Thingy Majob. Yeah, yeah. Thingy Majob. I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah. You know, we Claire could be that for us. Yeah. Brilliant. Right. Next episode, we're getting her in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's, got no, she's got nothing better to do, surely. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So um, normally we will probably just bring it up as an idea and just like, oh, I've actually got one for this week, but. Just seeing as it's week one of bringing it in, we're both going to do one, aren't we? Because there's yeah. something you want to talk about. And I just watched a film that I don't think will ever make it into the podcast that I do yeah. want to talk about. And I suppose so, that's what's perfect for this. It's something that maybe we're not necessarily going to bring it up again. Or, you know, I, I was thinking as well, like TV shows, it's quite hard to incorporate like five, six, seven, eight seasons into one episode. Whereas if we're watching it ongoing, it could be like, Oh, I'm currently on season three of this and this just happened. I'm really enjoying it. Oh yeah. Et cetera, yeah. Et so it could be updates as well. Then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like it's just a 60 second ramble. Love it. Love it. So I'd like you to go first because this is your, your little bit. Okay. Um, so are you ready? Shall I? I think I'd... you should tell us before we start before what you're going to be it, recommending. What I'm going to be recommending. Yeah. yeah. And then I've got 60 seconds to actually talk about the thing itself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so mine is actually very different this week. Mm. Something that we've not spoke about once on the podcast, and I'm actually going to talk about music. Yeah, so I did ask you what yours was going to be beforehand, just because I was interested. Yeah. And when you told me, I immediately listened to it. And I mean, I've I've heard of them before, but I listened to your recommendation, and fuck me. That that was just the anthem for the rest of the day at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just had it blaring in the background whilst I'm doing bullshit on the laptop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, I'm, so, I'm glad you listened to it. So t- tell us who it is. And then when we're ready, I'll start the timer. Yeah. Okay. So this is, this, well, I'll tell you the reason why this has inspired me as well, because I don't know if you've got Spotify, but at the end of the year, they always do like your year wrapped. And it gives you like stats on like, you know, who your top artists are, what song you've listened to the most, you know, and they create like a playlist for you. Every December, it's everyone shares it. Yeah. Yeah, see, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm Amazon Music. So oh, I right. can see what my top played is. Yeah. It doesn't tell me, which I'll tell you after this, what my top played is. Right. Okay. So because of that, this, this artist came in as my top artist by a long way, something ridiculous, like 1,600 and something minutes I'd listened to him this year. Um, with that same, with one album, basically. Amazing. So, so that's what I'm going to recommend. Okay. So are you ready to go? Yeah. I've not practiced this at all. No, Tyler, me so I've literally no idea how this is going to, how this is going to go. All right. Three, two, one, recommend. Okay. So the artist I'm recommending is a band called Greta Van Fleet, who are an American rock band. They're a modern rock band, quite young guys. Um, 
There's four of them, but they're very much a throwback to old school, like 70s rock. Classic you know? rock, yeah. Yeah, I know the first album came under quite a lot of stick because they sound like they were ripping off Led Zeppelin. But they've got this new album out, came out this year, I think, or back in last year. It's called The Battle at Garden's Gate, which is the album I've absolutely smashed this year. It's a mixture of like classic rock, you know, belting vocals, lots of guitar solos, you know, some absolute anthems, seven, eight, nine minute songs. And I can just listen to it on repeat, which I have 1,600 minutes this year. (laughs) Um, They're a fantastic band. Not a lot of people know about them, especially over here. So... Greta Van Fleet, the Battle at Gardens Gate album, get it listened. And I'm stopping there five seconds ago. That is banging. And it is such a good album as well. Because I'd heard of Greta Van Fleet. Yeah. Um, I went, oh, shit, because my dad's massive into um, classic rock and old and old grunge and stuff. So I, I I was like, okay, I might have actually heard this. And I've not heard the album. Yeah. And oh, my God, yeah. It just, it really put me in the mood for the rest of the day. Yeah, such yeah, yeah. a great mood. It's just, it's just a great album to, like, for any occasion, like... You know, if you're just sat working or if you're driving somewhere, cleaning the house, or if you actually want to listen to it in detail, you pick up on all these different, like, little nuances and little, like, things that you've, you, you know, you could unpick it and pick yeah. up things that you never n- not noticed before. Like, oh, I love this little bit of guitar on this bit, or the drums here sound cool. So definitely yeah. recommend it. So that 60 second recommendation just went to two minutes because we spoke about us. But yeah. still it works. Fuck it's it. Still, it still works. It's like, that's just like the reflection time. Yeah, it's or something. Reflection, reflection time. We'll have that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that doesn't count to the full timer. No, but, it, it um, doesn't. That was quite hard, actually. Yeah, I, I feel nervous. I've I'm ne- sweating a little bit. I've not done this yet. <laughs> and unfortunately, mine's very niche. So it's going right, to be quite hard. Okay, that's okay. interesting. Um, let me get a time up for you then. And yeah. then we'll, we'll do that again. Okay, and <clears throat> so just... The reason why I pick what I'm picking is I'm just a massive fan of this director, actor, whatever, you know, he does everything, podcaster. I'm a big fan of his universe. So anything he brings out, I will watch immediately. Okay, I'm pretty sure I know um, who this is going to you, be. You're going to know it's going to be, I've mentioned it on the podcast a million times. Yeah. Um, so his new film come out and I just want to have a little minute on it. Sweet. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. So the recommendation is Clerks 3 and I'll start by saying if you are not a Kevin Smith fan, this will mean absolutely nothing to you. So Kevin Smith has built a universe with his films, with the Viewersk universe he calls it. Um, Clerks 1, 2, 3, Jane Silent Bob, um, the reboot film, this whole universe, all the characters are um, all intertwined, It's all of his friends are in the film and all of the films basically just follow his life. If you suck Kevin Dick's dick as much as Kevin Smith sucks his own dick, you're going to love this film. Because this film is the story of his heart attack that he had a few years ago, followed by the story of him writing Clerks. Because one of the characters then goes on, decides I've had a heart attack, I want to record a film. That is the premise of the film. It's got everyone that you love from the viewers universe in it. Um, It's typical Kevin Smith. It's not a good film. It's not a great film. (laughs) It's just a Kevin Smith film. And I I really enjoyed it. I got to see some of my favourite people. That was bang on a minute. minute. Bang on. Yes. Unbelievable. <laughs> we did believe it. I managed to stop it exactly on a minute. <laughs> that's, more, that. that's more impressive than the film, I will just say. That's unreal. <laughs> I can't believe I've just done that. I'm going to leave it up just so I can look at it. <laughs> so what happened there was Ryan's pop shield dropped from his microphone and carried on talking into the pop shield, not the, mi- <laughs> <Yeah>. not the microphone. <laughs> I noticed that. It was just my reflexes. Um, so the 260 second recommendation for this week is... Greta Van Fleet, The Battle at Gardens Gate. 
and Clerks 3, which is on Amazon Prime for £10. Um, don't get it naughtily. Pay for it because... I mean, he's, he's got enough money, but fuck it. You know, no one else does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone else he hires times could, we're in. Could, enjoy, could enjoy it. How did you find that? Uh, you know what? I think they're going to get harder. That one's quite easy because basically all you have to say is if you love Kevin Smith, you'll you'll love this. Yeah. But it's just one of them, isn't it? Like, there'll be so much more to say about something. Could you imagine doing Barbarian in 60 oh, seconds? Oh, God. You wish you wouldn't be able to do it. You, you wouldn't even have be able to get episode. through the trailer. But, no. then, but that's the sort of thing where we go, right, this film has got too much to it. Let's do a proper deep dive into it. And we'll, and we'll spend yeah. like an episode talking about it. So we hope you enjoyed 60 Second Recommendation. Um, again, if there's anything you want us to do a 60 second recommendation on whether it be an album whether it be food whether it be a film a tv show if we have time a game just anything let anything. us know if we have, and we'll just get around to them as yeah. and when we've not got much on oh shit actually i got recommended this i'll watch it yeah i'll listen to it whilst i'm driving that sort of thing yeah we just need a little jingle for it now we do so drew, drew. <laughs> sponsor sponsor <laughs> drew <laughs> I don't know what we're paying him for. Know, Where is he? Like, yeah, I know. The, the jingle will end up being longer than the recommendation. <laughs> no, in the true, yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Oh. For the first time in so many weeks, we actually have 35 minutes to talk about our main topic. I can't believe it. Because we normally end up either pushing it back to the next week's episode or we're rushing to get through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, actually, weirdly enough, I spoke to one of my friends this week who said his worst thing in a podcast is when people rush themselves and say, we haven't really got time, come on, I'm conscious of time. Yeah. But actually, sometimes you can't, we've got to be a bit... I think we're probably too far the other way, where we're just like, let's just keep talking. <laughs> yeah, we do talk a lot of shit. And actually, when we do say conscious of time, it's basically just me saying, back on track, guys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> come yeah. Come on, yeah. back on track, else you'll go off on a... Else we would have eaten that whole Mars bar. You would have loved it, though. And we'd still be here now, picking it out of our teeth. Yeah, yeah. You would have had a great time. Oh, God, I would have been would've. sick. Yes, everywhere. you would have. You would have. Uh, so before we get into the big one, pass us a beer, please, mate. Sure. We Any, are, anything in particular? Uh, anything, mate. We are supping. What's that? Hazy Jane. We're hazy supping Jane. brew dog tonight. And actually shared on the page the other day that um, I received in the post a brew dog advent calendar. I am very jealous. Which is just incredibly nice, beautiful. The Oh, God. I'm so excited. One new beer every day. Uh, yeah. Back on Incredible. Untapped, untapped oh, the nice. app, which is like Facebook for beer drinkers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm back on that as well. Cause I had a couple of months where I wasn't really drinking. So yeah. got f- quite a few beers on it already. We'll do a bit tonight. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be good. German pub will have plenty of new beers. Exactly. So the main part of this episode, we are going to be looking at love, death and robots. Mm. This is something this was probably one of the first conversations you and me ever had, you know. I think it might have been, yeah. 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 I think it was just, we are just chatting TV at work, weren't we? And yeah. then I think I must have been watching it at the time. I think I recommended it to you. I'd, I'd seen it. Yeah. You said, oh, did you see season two came out? And right. I that was, and I went, that oh, was shit. It. Yeah, yeah, Then yeah. you told me about a specific episode I won't mention because it's definitely going to be on our list. Yeah. And you was like, you need to, you need to go and rewatch this episode. And I did. And fuck me. Just the love affair relay and oh it's outstanding. It is fantastic. <clears throat> so if, go on. No, no, you no, go. No, go on, you go. All right. So for you guys that don't know what Love, Death and Robots is, um Love, Death and Robots is a Netflix original which premiered back in March 2019. And there's three seasons and they're all just series of short animated uh like episodes, films, whatever yeah. they would be. <clears throat> Every single one of them is a different animation style. Yep. Um and they hit 
practically every genre you can go. Yeah. Mainly sci-fi. There's a lot of horror, a lot of thriller. There's some mystery, lots of action. Yeah. Um, comedy. Yeah. Um, and like I say, with the animation style, we're going from perfect, like real engine, bloody 3D, gorgeous. Is that really computer? Is it human beings? Yeah. To anime, to claymation. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, when I talk about art i'm a big art fan i'm an art fan of that yeah yeah it's, it's art in motion isn't it absolutely like i respect even if i didn't like the episodes i respect how they did it what they did and actually the animation style in each episode becomes its own character absolutely i think that each animation style tells the story just as much as the actual narrative definitely um and i love it and i suppose would was is it an anthology series is that how you describe it yeah I'd, so it's basically I'd say so yeah so like every episode it's its own unique story the varying length only from like 10 minutes up to i think the longest one's 20 minutes or something so the shortest is i did write this down six minutes and the longest is 21 yeah there you go so it's a proper mixed bag and literally every episode you have no idea what you're going to get and i love that um some of them i've not watched again because i Mm-hmm. I was like, mm, okay, it wasn't really my thing. Some of them I've not watched again because they just freaked me out. But then others I've just I could watch on repeat just constantly. Okay, I, yeah. Before we go into, so we have got categories that we're going to talk about. Did the yogurt one make into any of your categories? The the yogurt one did not. Okay, so for example, we will go through some amazing episodes. Real. Like one of the categories we're going to look at is the most thought provoking. Yeah. There's the most fucked up. There's so many thinkers in this. But then we have, is it called The Day the, the, the Day the Yogurt took, took Over? over. Yeah. I'll just double check the name of it because. And it's a bit of a Wallace and Gromit type animation, like an Ardman animation style that is basically just about a sentinel yogurt that takes over New Jersey or something like that. Uh, Ohio. Ohio. It is. And then when they realise that actually the Sentinel yogurt is being, it's basically just running the most perfect state, everything starts crashing around them. They take over America, then take over the world. Yeah. And then the yogurts fly off in space. And, too and far. just leave and because just leave. they know humanity will just, you know, destroy itself. Which and- is such a big theme throughout every yeah, episode. It's very much like it's it's a, a lot of the episodes are a reflection on society aren't they and how society's failing it's going to destroy the planet and destroying you know the resources and ultimately we're going to lead to our own demise our own downfall yeah and you know it's a sort of a running joke throughout a lot of a lot of episodes that like robots are going to be the only things that are left which is <clears throat> this is where i kind of want to go into this which is episode one Episode mm. one, again, is very, um, I wouldn't, I don't really know how to describe the animation style, but it's just called Three Robots. Three Robots. And it's three different robots of variation. Yeah. Um, just on holiday, looking around uh, a war-torn Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's dead. Um, yeah. And they're just describing what happened, why the Earth destroyed. And it's just them taking the piss, taking out, the of piss out of humans. Taking the humans, yeah. Because yeah. we're all fucking idiots and yeah, we're destroying yeah, yeah. our own country, uh, our it. own country, our own, like, planet yeah um funny great animation real like real good comedy in there yeah. and it's just a massive middle finger to the human race yeah absolutely which is then followed up by one which we will talk about later called beyond the aquila riff yeah 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 which th- <clears throat> if you've not watched it and you are going to watch it after this this will set you up for what love death and robots is yeah because you go from this 
nice animated, very colourful, funny episode yeah. to this dark, disturbing... Oh my, it's so we are going to discuss this. It's definitely in my list. I'm assuming it's in yours. Um, it and that's be, what yeah. it's like. And yeah. then that would be followed by a claymation about zombies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then an anime about something else. It's just ridiculously good. Yeah. We say this every episode, how we struggle to do our top fives. Mm. And it was probably the hardest one yet. I think this is the hardest one. I think we both talked about how we created our list. Like we've got six categories, I think. And even up until this morning, I was still changing my list. Yeah. And I imagine even going through this conversation, like when we'll go back and forth, because I have no idea what you've picked and you don't know what I've picked, but I'm sure I could be persuaded based on some of the things you say. I'm like, oh yeah, shit. That That's probably, that's, I think yeah. I agree with you. That could be, I think that's the best in this category or, or, or vice versa. So this was really, really hard. And I think the hardest thing as well is there's so many episodes Three seasons. There's only about, well, on average, 10 episodes in so, a series. So season one's 18 episodes. Oh, but really season, that many? Yeah. Season two's eight. Season three's nine. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I would happily be able to talk about all of them. If we had time, we could talk about every single episode. Easily. Um, but that would be a very long episode, even by our standards. So, <laughs> yes, uh, definitely. We can't do that, unfortunately. So we've just picked six categories. We have. So the categories that we're going to go for, we're not going to jump straight into them, but we are going to be looking at the best animation, which we will say now is very subjective. Mm. Because best animation, you would assume, would be what looks most lifelike. Yeah, and I guess it's, like we said earlier, it's artwork. So how mm. can you say one person's art style is better than another? Um, you know, cause you know, you've said it before, you know, you've got claymation in there. You've got like almost like your stop motion. Sometimes you've got your, like your almost realistic CGI where it's, it's probably real actors, you mm-hmm. know, in like a green screen and there's such a variety. So it's so, it's almost impossible to say which is the best. So we've gone for what in our head is the best animation. Yeah. What we prefer the most, what we like the most. Yeah. 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 Could almost say it's our favourite animation, really, yeah. couldn't you? Yeah, definitely. Um, then we went for most fucked up because a lot of these are very fucked up, whether the, it be yeah. the story or gore. Yeah, and I don't think we've alluded to that. Just how dark some of these episodes are, and I'm going to desperately try to avoid using the word brutal to describe <laughs> every single episode. That's going to be my challenge. I'm not going to say brutal once. You've already said it twice. Yeah, but that doesn't count <laughs> from here on out. If, it's going right. to get worse as well because I'm having beer, I, 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 so I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> so before we move on to the next one, they're most fucked up. Ryan just said it. You know, it's hard to describe how dark this is. The content rate in our IMDb, sex and nudity, severe. You will see dong in practically every episode. Yeah. Sex, tits, or dong in every episode. Mm-hmm. Um, violence and gore, severe. Profanity, severe. Frightening and intense, yep. severe. And then alcohol, drugs, and smoking is moderate. Yeah, so, so it's it needs definitely... more drugs and smoking. Yeah, and yeah, drinking. just to just to crank it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. love Death and Robots, little lovely little animated series, not for the kids, not at all. I was actually watching it yesterday when my uh, my daughter was dropped off. And I was like, shit, turn off, turn yeah, off, turn yeah, off, because yeah. obviously they see animation, they're gonna be like, ooh, yeah. cartoon. No, 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 darling, no, not for you. And they're not all dark. There's some that are a bit more, like you said, a bit more comedy, a bit more family friendly. But even them, there's there's. I mean, even three robots, which I would say is probably the most family friendly, the most ta- the tamest, as should we say, is all fuck this, fuck that, fuck the other. Yeah, 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 yeah. isn't it? 
Absolutely. So then after most fucked up, we go to the most thought-provoking. So the one for us, this was the one I struggled with. I've still got two down for it. I'm sorry. Really? Two. I completely forgot. There's still two there. Yeah, okay. I'm going to have to make an on-the-moment decision yeah. on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I suppose for, for me, that category meant the one that stuck with me the most. Yes. The one that I kept thinking about, the one that, yeah, it, it went beyond just that. 15 20 minutes that i watched it yeah um yeah the one that hit home i think definitely then we went for which we would like to see a sequel for so for example episode one three robots there is a sequel to that in season three yes i think uh, that's the only one that there is a sequel that's, for. it is the only other one that's a sequel for so yeah. what we would like to see another 10 to 20 minute episode sequel to yeah 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 Definitely. And then the, uh, then we went for which we would like to see a full-length film on. Mm, which yeah. one we would like to see 90 minutes to two hours of... 90 minutes just, is your perfect film time. Uh, you know it. <laughs> of, of just more of the character building, more of the universe, and then ending it with our favourite episode. Yes, again, which was near impossible to get for me <laughs> it, was, it was so hard wasn't it it was so hard but if you look at my i'm not going to show you my notes because i don't want you to see what i've got but I, there's so many there's so scribblings many. <laughs> so the scribblings all over this bearing in mind i wrote this in a different notepad oh yeah and then transferred it to my like nice notepad copy. when it was done and then yeah. i still changed my mind <laughs> yeah yeah I, I messaged ryan last night and i said i've had to put the book away yeah he said yeah I, I couldn't stop thinking because i watched more episodes yesterday again um just absolutely loving it so just as a recommendation in itself, watch Love, Death and Robots. Yeah, We told it. one of our friends, Goss, today about it. Yep. We said this, what we was doing on the episode. He actually messaged before I got here saying, oh, I had a work from home day, so I've just watched season one. Yeah. Um, loving it, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose that's the ultimate thing with this. We are recommending Love, Death and Robots. We're going to talk about a few of the episodes today in, in, a, in a bit of detail, but go watch Love, Death and Robots because... There's not that many people that I know that have seen it. You know what? Me neither. It's like, like I've got a few, like few people like you, and I know like Andrew's watched it, and like Goss has watched it, um, and a few others. But like it's <laughs> uh, dropping the pop shield keep, again. Keep knocking it off. It's not something that it's like um, mainstream, should I say? Yeah. It's not something that everyone's watched. And this seems to be. Um, this seems to be the new thing at the moment. So you're a fan of the boys. Yes, love the boys. Did you watch the boys animated no, show? No, I haven't. Exactly the same premise in everyone is a different art style. Right, okay. So that's some's cool. Dragon Ball Z anime, some's um really, you know, 3D graphics, real good. It's so funny. Yeah. It's so yeah, yeah. it's not like this where each one is completely different, like and thought provoking. One of the, I mean the anime episode is about a girl who takes V has a shit and her shit becomes a superhero. And she be basically becomes <laughs> she becomes this superhero that can control shit. Like that is one of the episodes. So Oh my god, I need to watch this. <laughs> so they're ridiculous, but it's in pure the boys style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was also um Invincible. Oh, I still need out. to watch that. It's on my list. So fucking good yeah. and brutal. Yeah, a few episode people have said by that. episode, it just gets more dark and gory and yeah. in your face. And again, going at that superhero genre of let's stop pretending it's Disney. It's, yeah, if there yeah, were superheroes, yeah, yeah. no, mm. this is what it would be like. Which, let's be honest, the boys have captured yeah. perfectly. Um, 
The Boys is a different thing. We'll get into that another time because yeah. I adore The Boys. Yeah, me too. And actually, when we've been speaking in the past and doing top fives, we I was asked why Homelander didn't make any of the um, lists, especially in episode one. I thought, fuck, I didn't even think about Homelander. I know. Um, but we have spoke about Billy Butcher. I think we spoke oh, about yeah. him. It's just Carl Urban. I love, love Carl, Carl Urban. Urban. Everything he's in. He's so it, sexy. He is so sexy. <sighs> right. Should we get into these lists then? Let's do it. So, best animation. Give me yours, please, Ryan. Mm, uh, this is the one that I've changed the most. It's got the most scribblings out. Interesting. So generally, my favourite episodes tend to be the one where it's more... Not the completely realistic, like, CGI, you know, where it literally, like, you are questioning, is that a, is that lifelike, is it not? Yes. You know, it's one of the episodes that... Um, I can't remember what it's called. Is it the guy with... It's Michael the, B. Jordan. The robot. Is, he falls down, the robot goes after him. Yes. Yeah, yes. He's, he's the part, like, the, yeah. And it's literally just Michael B. Jordan. He's clearly filmed it, but he's he's done it with, I don't know. Is that animation? That is animation. Right, okay, because it doesn't look it at it all. It looks real. It, it yeah. looks real, but it's, it's, um, you know, they've obviously done it in, like, a green screen room. And he's probably, I can't even think of what the word is. I've had the full suit on, all the dots over his face, probably. And record it that way. It's ridiculously good as well. Isn't yeah, it? it's it's insane. Um, but my ones are the more ones where it, it is like insanely good animation, but it's more. I don't know how you describe it. It's not quite as realistic. It's a little bit more cartoony. So I'm thinking like Bad Traveling. You know the one with the giant crab. Um, yes. Like Pop Squad, the one with the uh, the policeman. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the secret. The Secret War, I think it is, like the, the Russians. Oh, the Russian thing. one where they're yeah. fighting the aliens, yeah. So that that sort of style, they they tend to be one of my favourite episodes um, that I sort of gravitate towards. But in terms of my favourite animation, the one I've actually gone for is The Tall Grass. Really? Yeah. Now that is very Wes Anderson. Okay, I don't know much about Wes Anderson. So his animation style... So fantastic, Mr. Fox. Yes, things yes, like that. Yeah. Um, weird. That's so weird. Yeah, watching that, I actually thought at the time this is so Wes Anderson. So it's which is in itself is its own genre of yeah animation. It, it very much reminds me of Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Yes, Rebels. That sort of style where it's almost like almost like moving pictures. They look like artwork. Like everything's not. You can see like almost like the brush strokes on the characters, yes, you know, absolutely. like they look, it's, it's like a painting that's come to life. It's that sort of style. Um, and I, the, so the, the tall grass is an episode. The premise is it's, it, it follows a man. He's on a train going through the middle of nowhere at night and the train stops randomly. He goes outside for a smoke and there's tall grass either side and he can see some weird lights in the grass and um, he's obviously drawn to him. And, you know, the uh, the train conductor says, you've got time for a smoke. We've just got to, you know, get the boiler back up working. And, um, but, uh, you know, I'll shout you, don't go, don't wander off, basically. And obviously he's drawn to the lights and then he's pulled away. And then, you know, it's about him trying to find his way back. So I quite like the story, but it's the artwork for me that really got it. Yeah. And the artwork really takes off as well when he sees what the lights are. Yes, absolutely. And it comes to life and then suddenly, cause it's all quite grainy. It's that sort of style. It's quite grainy. It's like, but the feel of it's quite steampunky as well. You know, obviously they're on a steam train. It's quite like, it's almost like Victorian esque, this guy with his little spectacles on, you know, in his suit. Um, 
And I love that because, like I said, it's like a painting that's come to life. And I love that style, but I've, I've got a soft, soft spot because I love Clone Wars. I love Rebels. Very much reminded me of that. And that one nearly made it in my most thought-provoking, you know. Really? Solely because what I took from that episode was a very much... As she, because every time I watch an episode, it's like, how are they telling humanity to go fuck themselves? Yes. So I see this as a very much humans. They don't care. There's something pretty over there. They've been told, stay where you are, because we will fucking leave you here to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they have to just, well, no, the grass is greener over there. Yeah. I need to go over there. Yeah. They get over there. They realize how fucked up that side of stuff is, and they need to get back. They need back, to get back, yeah. And they rely on the person who originally told them, just stay where you are, to pull them back. Yeah. And that that's what I took from that episode. And I was like, that, that is, is cool. That is quite thought-provoking. Yeah, I didn't think about that, actually. For me, it was more, I, I think I took from it, you know, that like, obviously the lights and stuff that represent like people that have been lost or whatever. And it's always almost about like, there's all these lost souls out there and people aren't accounted for. And it's easy to get wander and never be found again. And there's, it's quite, it is a thought provoking one. That's and, why I like this. That's yeah. why I like this because people take so much different shit. Yeah, from absolutely. I'm probably wrong, but fuck them. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> same. But these episodes, they aren't explained. No, you not know, at all. A, a lot of them just end as well. They just cut they just, you know, it's like, oh, right, episode's done. And you never get a full resolution no. of what happens. That's that. Off you go. Yeah. And you just sort next of like, episode. oh, okay, right. Next episode. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the tall grass that I'm going to go for that one as my favorite. I had a couple of others in there. Good hunting, which is more, that's the one where he's, he's like the Chinese hunter, hunts that spirit and oh, then, like it, it, and yeah. it turns into quite. And then it goes from like almost like mystical China, mm. and then it goes like a quite a steampunk world. And I just love like the different art style. It goes from like it's almost like you throw back to your old school, yes, cartoon yes, yeah, artwork. But it's some of like the steampunk stuff just looks amazing. It's very Blade Runner esque. Quite like that one. And then it's the what's the other one? We talked about it earlier. Which one? It's the one where the, the pilot, the astronaut... Oh, shit. The very pulse of the machine, that's it. I just had to look at it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's that's a real good one, you know. Yeah. So um, I really like that artwork in that. Like, the colours, it's just beautiful. It's um, such a bright episode, isn't yeah, it? Everything's yeah, Everything's, yeah. like, yellow and orange, and but they're supposed to be on... Well, it's a different planet, like a Mars-type yeah, planet. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, really, really nice colours in that. Um, But... This was a tough tough one because, like we said before, how can you say what the best animation is when there's so many different styles and exactly. so many amazing ones? Yeah. So, like I said, this is the one I've changed several, several times. Really, I just love the tall grass and I wanted to get that in my, <laughs> on my list somehow. <laughs> so, i have gone for that. What about you? Um, so, for me, and this is one I think will be on your list later on down the line, for me, it was um, Beyond the Aquila Riff. Right, yeah, obviously. Again, yeah. kind of what you said, it's not that in-your-face Michael B. Jordan episode where it's, is this real? Yes. Is it not? Yeah. You know it's animation. Yep. But it's fucking incredible animation. It is. It's a very, it's a sci-fi episode about um, a crew of uh, pilots that basically go into a deep sleep like you do in any sci-fi film. Yep. We need to yep. go X amount of light years. We'll put ourselves in a thingy chamber and wake up when we're there they wake up they're thousands of light years past where they should be but they've been rescued by um but by a space station basically yeah who, yeah. who is the captain's ex-lover yeah yeah um they sort of have a conversation they have to put 
the other two pilots back to sleep because they're having a bit of a confusion about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, put them back to sleep. We'll just chill. This is your first entrance to seeing a bit of dong and a bit of uh, a bit of sexy time in animation style. Very realistic. Very realistic Some, session. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's, 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 it just gets worse. It does. <laughs> um, which is a bit weird, I find, when yeah. it's animation. Yeah, it is a bit. But they go at it, bless they him. Do. They have a they, good time. They really go at he it. He has a fag. He, he look, I'll tell you who he looks like. He looks like Michael from GTA 5. Yeah. He proper yeah. looks like him. Yeah, I get that, yeah. Um, and... It's just such a great episode, and I will not tell you the twist at oh, the end that's, as that's much it. as I want to, I know. because it's what makes this, to me, the best animation. How they go from this beautiful spaceship, yeah. this nice spe- you know, universal backdrop, to what it becomes. Oh, yeah. It's episode two. Get it watched. Yeah. Beyond the Aquila Riff. Beyond the Aquila Riff. Storyline is outstanding. At that point is where I went, best animation. Yeah, yeah. Because just everything about that makes the- you think, I do not... When you watch animation, if you are generally thinking, I do not want to be there, mm. that is the scariest place on earth to be in that setting right there. Yeah. I think you've done a good job of the animation. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that did that for me. Yeah, it's um, insane. And it, like you said, it changes on like... You know, in the blink of an eye, it literally transitions from t- into total opposite things. And you can't say spoilers, but no. because the spoiler and the, the storyline in this one is incredible as well. Um, but this is the one where you think, okay, okay, right, we're on, we're on. This show's different. Yeah. Now, this one for me, this was making the list. The hardest part for me was because this could go in every single category. I agree. Every in- single entirely. category. Entirely. The only one, in fact, no, I wouldn't put it in full length or sequel. Yeah. Because it- actually, I think it's 19 or 20 minutes long. Yeah. That is the perfect amount of time to tell the story. Yeah, it's perfect. And the twist, it's not a massive build up to the twist. If I think if it was in like a like a full length film, you'd lose it. And I don't think, it, like you said, it quite work for a sequel. Because it's all about the reveal. Yeah. But, yeah, I agree. The Beyond the Aquila Rift could have been in any other categories. Yeah. And That was the one that you told me to go back and watch. And at the time, I didn't really know any of the names. And I was yeah. like, oh, I'll go find it. Yeah. And I think that's where our friendship blossomed. Because yeah. I messaged you that I did you on Facebook and messaged you like, yeah. fuck, <laughs> yes, this episode. I didn't know which one you meant. Fuck, oh, dude, man. yes. Yeah. And it's made, it's made one of my... It's on my list uh, for different categories, be, yeah. but because like we like yeah, you just said it could have been in any of them. Yeah, um, it is an incredible episode, and again, it, it's the reason we're friends. So yeah, it to, is. So to, we've got a lot, a lot to, a lot to owe to be on the Aquila Rift. So let's move on then to the most fucked up, bro. Again, this one was difficult because there's so much gore. <laughs> it's so fucked up. There's so much, like you said, there's a lot of sex, there's violence, there's. In, there's like scares. There's so much intensity throughout that this was really hard. But the one I've gone for is Jabaro. It's made my list. Yeah, yeah, I thought it would. So I don't know why you find it so. Fu- I was it, so shocked when you told me. Absolutely freaks me the hell out. What is it that freaks you I, out about I, it? hate it i love it it's fantastic it's incredible so it's explain, one of the best episodes explain the um premise and we'll talk about why so the premise is it's like some like conquistador knights that's in, a word i've never heard yeah, before well, like, so <laughs> as, like, yeah you know spanish 
Not in shining armor. Some Spanish knights <laughs> in armor, like the in the Amazon, no, no Aztecs or like the Aztec jungle. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, and. They are just traveling through the forest and there's basically this woman who's like a siren and she yeah. has this call and she pulls all the knights to her and then basically starts to kill them all in horrific ways. And because well, they she are doesn't kill them, does she? They start killing each other. They kill each other. She start dances dr- and screams. They all start dancing, but slicing each other's yeah, necks Yeah, slicing they go each and- other up. And then they, drown- they start drowning because she's like dancing on the river and they start drowning. Their armor pulls them down. And basically she k- kills this entire company apart from one man because he's deaf and he can't hear her siren pull her. Such her- a good premise, man. Such and a good premise. So then, then the story kicks off then. It's about those two. And, and... Again, it's not an overly long episode, but for me, it's the animation that makes it fucked up because there's these... It almost looks realistic, but then it's the camera angles. They're very jerky. It moves. They, you know, when they're dancing and they're being pulled, they're moving in like like these horrific ways. They're like bending and contorting and, and like the screams she makes. It just freaks me out. Everything about it. There's extreme close-ups where you're right in the that character's face. All the eyes are bloodshot. The eyes are bloodshot and like up. bulging, like you know, out of their sockets. There's so many shots in that that are just awful. And the scream, the colours are so saturated as well in it. It's just it's in a it's an attack on all the senses basically. <laughs> it really is. That's it? why it's fucked up because it it hurts my brain. Even to the point where she realizes she can't kill him, so she tries to seduce him like physically. Yeah, and she's kissing him, but his her mouth is made of like gold sequins. Yeah, so it's ripping his lips like, to ripping pieces. His lips like to pieces. you can taste the iron oh, in his blood yeah, when they're doing that. It's, oh, that's it's just it's just. Br- I nearly said it. I nearly said it. Ooh. I stopped myself. I stopped myself. Yes, boy. Uh, it is horrendous. <laughs> Where's that thesaurus? <laughs> Claire. Claire, we need you. <laughs> it, it, it's just awful. Like I said, it's. I think it's just, it's this intensity that I think is <clears throat> what makes it so fucked up. Not necessarily the yeah. story, because it's a, it's a classic ancient story and it's siren, like pulling men to their doom because those damn men... They only want one thing. They're little buggers, aren't they? Yeah. They just want are. to touch some titties. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's it's the it's the animation. It could have gone into best animation for me as well, this one, because like I said, it's it's the animation that drives the story in a lot of ways. But Yeah. The other one I wrote down similarly was The Witness, which very similar animation very style. Similar, I think similar. it is actually made by the same people. The Witness in season one, Jabaro season three. But yeah, just awful, 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 awful. I think it's your favourite episode, would be my guess. No, we'll get there, mate. We'll get there. We'll get there. But, yeah, it fucked up, it is. It's not brutal, it's fucked up. Yeah, it, yeah. Did I say, did I say it? Or did you I didn't. It? I think we're safe. Yeah, if, okay. if anyone hears him say it, please get in contact with us because I think we should do a thing where if he says brutal, you have to buy me a beer. Of what, my me listeners. No, no, no. <laughs> you, you have to buy me a beer. Of okay. my choosing. All right, deal. Yeah. Deal. Deal. Okay, um, so... Say, likewise, if you say 100%. Oh, I nearly said it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Go yeah, on, you go. I can do that. Right, most fucked up for me is one that I don't think you'll see come in. I went for All Through the House. The Christmas one. The Christmas one. Very uh, stop-motion-y type episode about two kids that try to stay up to see Santa. Yeah. They wake yeah, yeah. up to the jingles, the bells. This is one of the shortest episodes. I think it's seven minutes it's long. Very short, Bearing yeah. in mind, three minutes of that is 
the beginning and the trailers uh, the fucking thing is at the end um so all through the house is about these kids they wake up it's christmas eve they hear santa so they go downstairs they're hiding behind oh let's have a look at santa then this big tentacle comes out grabs the milk glug 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 mm-hmm. the monster that they get that they invented for santa claus and how that monster produces presents yeah fucking it, it made me think about it in bed yeah that yeah, night yeah. when i was trying to sleep i thought about that and how it, it was disturbing yeah it is disturbing it's very disturbing and you know what that would never have made my list mm. and it was yesterday when it was on i was like oh and it made me shudder a little bit like really? oh god that's gross and the yeah. animation isn't the best like i say it's um it's that stop motion again maybe quite wes anderson-y um but it's just grim and slimy yeah, and he's got these yeah. two hands that come out of his mouth and yeah oh it's got links to like alien xenomorph in there yeah yeah definitely and it it just made me f- feel so uncomfortable that i thought about it in bed and then right. I was like, that's the one yeah yeah and very short episode very it in is, your yeah. face bish bash bosh there it is um and yeah there's not really much more to say again you need to witness this monster to see what I'm yeah, talking about. Fair, fair. Yeah, it's not one that makes my list, but I, I get why that is. You and, see and, what I mean? And I think anything, any of the episodes, because quite a lot of the episodes do involve kids as well, and like it's a show that's not afraid to go there and oh, like it's not. fuck kids up as well. Then no one is off limits in nope. this show. Nope. Um. So yeah, interesting, interesting choice actually. So yeah. let's go for the most thought-provoking for you. Okay. Um, this was an easy one. We've already talked about it. So this is for me beyond the Aquila Rift. That is the one, like you said, it was, it was episode one, two or three. I think it was one of the early ones, season one. And that just sets up what Love, Death and Robots is. The twist at the end, I did not see coming. And even now, that's the one that I still, I still think about. Yeah, and like I said, like you said, that's the one that I. As soon as we mentioned Love, Death, and Robots, I said to you, oh, a year, two years ago, whatever it was, and been like, "Oh, dude, do you remember this episode? Like, you've got to rewatch this episode because it just sticks with you." Yeah. Um, there's not a lot I can say about it without giving it away, which no. I'm not going to do. No, that's fine. Yeah. And we have spoke about it already, yeah. but yeah, Beyond the Aquila Rift, one of the best episodes of the entire show for me definitely up there um yeah very thought provoking stuck with me still think about it now and yeah could have been could have arguably been the most fucked up as well yeah for for, for the twist yeah i don't definitely. want to big up the twist so then everyone be like oh it's not that's exciting but but it's not fucked up in the aspect of you see a crazy weird like a disgusting monster in the aspect of what I just spoke about. Yeah. There are things in there, but you don't look at him like, oh my God, that's terrifying. But just the premise of yes. what is going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the realisation yeah. is, is what makes it. Absolutely. So, yeah. I'm Amazing. not going to say any more, to be honest. Most thought-provoking beyond the Quilla Rift. So the mo- most thought-provoking for me, I've still not come up with the answer. Really? So the two I've got is Pop Squad and the Drowned Giant. I'm going to go with Pop Squad. Okay. The reason I'm going to go with Pop Squad is I have a child, so anything to do with kids, it, it makes me feel weird. Yeah. Um, this is very thought-provoking in the aspect of... So the storyline of this is humanity can take a drug and live forever. Mm-hmm. But to do that, and that's what the rich people can go and do, Yep. you can't have kids. Yep. So the Pop Squad 
go around, they investigate people called breeders that are having kids and they put bullets in fucking babies' heads. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my, I'm not kidding you. Watching this episode, I gen- I genuinely shed a tear. Yeah. And I've seen this episode a hundred times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I shed a tear watching it again yesterday. Yeah. It is so thought-provoking. Again, because it, it doesn't play that massively on the class, on class system of... The rich can do this, but yeah. it's the poorer having the children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, again, what I love about these bloody episodes is you pick up on shit like that of the yeah. class system and why they're having to go and live in these shitty little suburbs out the way because they want to have children. And yeah, again, there isn't no major spoiler in it. But there's a little one at the end, but I don't want to go into it too much. It's just such a thought-provoking thing that actually oh, yeah. I would have liked to have seen a full-length film, and that was originally my full-length film. Yeah, 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 um, I get that. Just a quick one about the the Drowned Giant. Because Drowned I, Giant, talk about it, go I for it. I cannot not mention this. It had to go in there somewhere. The Drowned Giant is literally one day a giant, a human being that looks exactly like a human being that yep. is 50 foot tall, washes up on, on the beach. On the beach in, in like Cornwall or somewhere, yeah, I think it is. It's, de- it's definitely like an English town. Yeah, people go down there bit by bit. Everyone's interested. It's all over the news. He's a dead giant, isn't he? Did you say that? It's a dead. Sorry, yeah, he's a dead giant. So we don't know what's happening. He's washed up on shore, yeah. And basically the whole thing is narrated by some bloke yep. who's looking around, but it's all just a narration in his head. And um, day by day people start humanity again. Yeah. This is why it's thought for yeah. humanity again. People start graffitiing it. People start removing the the giant's fingers so they can keep part of it. Yeah. And day by day people give less of like this is a giant the proof of a 50 foot fucking yeah. man is right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And after a month people are graffitiing it and yeah, stealing fingers. Yeah. It starts off as like a tourist attraction, doesn't it? Everyone mm. well everyone's a little bit scared of it to start with. Then yeah. it becomes a tourist attraction, people climbing on it and then by the end of it people are bored of it. So we'll graffiti it, we'll We'll do whatever. Within we'll, a year, like, piss on it or yeah, whatever. Within a year, it's literally just slime and bones. And it's just rotting and, and away. People have forgot about it. Yeah, yeah, and I, that's it. And that that is so thought provoking to me. Of actually, that is such a, a, that's such a piece on humanity. Of yeah, something goes on that we are all and we are all guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. You're guilty of it. That thanks. We are obsessed with something for two minutes. Oh, yeah. And then it goes away. I'm terrible for that. And it literally could be something so important to your life that. You become desensitized to things, though. I think that's the thing. Like, you become desensitized to it and then you become bored of it. And that's a worrying thing for any. For anything, that's why you become complacent. And that's why it's very thought provoking. Yeah. And I get that. I cheated there by having two. But I'm going to say. I'm glad you talked about that because I, because I, I really enjoyed that episode as well it's, it's one of the so ones good. there's no action in it it's not like a big fight in one or anything it's like that it's just a big monologue it's just a big monologue of one 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 guy just you know his daily accounts so it's like a diary isn't it like a, of him yeah. following the 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 giant like rotting away yeah, you know literally, what I mean like literally it. like just washing up a on shore flesh. and then just like just watching him decay slowly because originally this was in my best animation yeah, and I get that. It, the animation is incredible. It looks so realistic. Like, the details of the giant. Like, it's just a naked giant, isn't he? Just yeah. this big naked man. But it looks brilliant. Like, everything looks perfectly realistic until you see the faces, and then you can see it's animation. Mm-hmm. But everything down to the pigmentation, the moles yeah. on his skin. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. The level of detail uh, is incredible. It's ridiculously good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so another brilliant recommendation there. So what would you like to see a 50, 10 to 20-minute sequel for, Ryan? 
I have two that are interchangeable for this. Interesting. Because originally, I think we sort of lumped this into one category, didn't we? We sort of said a sequel, a full length one, that sort of thing. And then we thought, no, we'll separate it. But the one I've gone for, what I'd like to see a sequel of is The Secret War. Okay. So The Secret War one, I don't think we mentioned it earlier. It's in, it's set during World War Two, and it follows a squad of Russian soldiers in the woods somewhere in Russia, Serbia, Siberia, I don't know, wherever, the middle of nowhere. And they are, they come across this village that's been abandoned and they, um, they're basically tracking these horrific monsters. These like, I don't know, these weird creatures. And then they're tracking them down to their lair to try and destroy the lair. And then, you know, they get into some incredible fights and I, I love it. It's it's one of the more heavy action episodes. Oh, there's a lot of action, and you're really invested in the characters yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Like these hard, these hardy Russian soldiers, you know, in like the winter, like these hardy men just battling the elements alone is horrific. Rather than you know fighting all these monsters, and it's it's gritty, it's dark. There's quite a lot of gore. But it's heroic as well. It's like these, Very it's like last stand, you know, we will fight these monsters and we will, <laughs> you know, we will, you know, we'll f- die. We will you know, die for our country. Die for the, you know, for, <laughs> for Mother Russia type thing. <laughs> and um, it just reminds me of Horde Mode. Mm, mm. That's basically what it is. Like, yes. Like you've got endless waves of incoming monsters and you are, you know, you're going to die, but you've got to hold out for as long as you can. And I think there's like five or six of them at the end in the big final battle. And all I could think of when I watched it again recently, because this is the episode I probably watched the most, but when I thought of it recently, I just thought, it's me and the boys. This could be like the intro to like Gears, yeah, onto a Gears horde mode, and then we all go into it and start fighting, start taking yeah. over one of these people. So I absolutely love this. Um, one of my favourite episodes, um, and I would love to just see more. Uh, like I said, I, I'd either like to see this as a full-length film because you could get more battles. You could have a, like a bigger, bigger cast, like more, yeah. a bigger squad. Sorry, you know, that slowly get whittled down. Um, but I'd be happy with like a, a sequel. Another squad goes in to investigate what's gone on, and then just more of the same. Really, yeah. I, I really loved it. So, yeah, yeah, that's a cool one. I love it. So, for a sequel for me, my friend. I went with The Witness. Really? And I'll tell you for why. It does such a good job of explaining its whole story, beginning, middle, and end. Yep. Now, this episode is about a girl who witnesses a murder in... it's like in Tokyo or something like that, isn't it? Yeah, it looks like something like um, that. It's she witnesses a, a, mur- a murder over the road in, in an adjacent um, apartment he starts chasing her down yeah and it just this is a very sexualized episode i was literally about to say that he literally took the words out of my mouth yeah so there's a lot of her running around naked because she's like catching her clothes and then she ends up in this she's running to work where she's a stripper in this yeah. really weird bondage thing in, so there's yeah. a lot of that going on and it's basically the whole episode is the chase yeah she's been chased by the, the killer again a really good twist at the end yeah that i love that has been done a thousand times it, before it has yeah yeah um as we mentioned earlier with the jabaro episode and the animation style it goes from this outstanding 3d animation to old school kapow pop yeah bang type batman sort it, of it reminds me of into the Spider-Verse. Very much so. You know, where it's a, it's an amalgamation of different animation styles yeah. and, and 
it's very loud. There's lots of colours. There's lots going on in that episode. Yeah, definitely. Now, the reason I would like to see a sequel for this, the storyline is perfect. Yep. But that, so this is the first one that I watched and immediately thought of something bigger. Okay. Immediately, as soon as I finished. Tell so, me more. That is, without giving away the ending, uh, yeah. the storyline that you go, okay, that is one one killer versus one witness. Yep. That can expand. Yes. Yeah, yeah. To more people, to more of a universe, to... Yeah. And I never want it to explain what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can do it without explaining what the fuck's going on, yeah. but by expanding the maybe amount of people that are witnesses or, yeah. or killers. Immediately, I started thinking in my head, how could we expand this? What else could we have? Yeah, interesting. So interesting. as soon as we said about doing a sequel from this was straight on paper. Right, okay. Because it, it, it made me think immediately, like, oh, God, this would be really cool. In like, for example, you know, like John Wick. Yeah. By the fucking third one, everyone's uh, a, an, like assassin. A, an assassin. I don't yeah. want it that big, but I would like to see something like that where it's just more to it. It's not just yeah. one dude against a couple one, of yeah, you know, yeah, one big bad guy. Like then, then it says that there's more to it. Oh, this is more interesting. Then it just gets ridiculous. Yeah. But that's what I thought we could do with this, and I think you could end up with a whole universe of people chasing people, a whole world of people chasing people, and what the fuck's going on? And I want it to be so confusing. Yeah, it when is confusing. It, yeah, I, I want you to have to watch it two, three times because yeah. only, like you know, all right, Tenet. Remember when Tenet come out? I've still not seen it, and it's one of the it was one of the biggest films of the year, and everyone went, "Oh no, you'll love it when you've watched it the third time." Yeah. It's two and a half yeah. fucking hours long. <laughs> I've watched it once. Give me what I want in the first fucking watch. You can get away with this because it's only fifteen minutes long. Yeah, true. You can watch yeah. it three times yeah, over yeah, the space point. of three weeks, and you're not even made an hour. Yeah. Get fuck Tenet. <laughs> fuck you, Tenet. Fuck you, Christopher Nolan. Make less confusing films, you jerk. You dickhead. <laughs> dickhead of the week. <laughs> Last week was Jamie Oliver. <laughs> we love you really, Christopher Nolan. Please come on our podcast. No, no, we, love, we do love you. you. You've done some good stuff. Just not that. Um, <laughs> So yeah, for me, I, I did put a little uh, caveat in here about three robots, but we mentioned it, how it was the only one with a sequel. Yes. Cool. Uh, so second to last one, duh, 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 which would you like to see a full, level, full length film of? So full length one, I have gone for Pop Squad. Yes, baby. Have you gone for that as well? No, I haven't. No, no that was my um, most thought. But I haven't oh, done two in one. Oh, I've got, yeah. Okay. Okay. I've, I've not got multiples. Yeah. Um... So Pop Squad, as you said, it's like, you know, you, you've told, talked about it already. It's like a dystopian future um, society. You've found a drug or and you can live forever, you know? So the, most of the characters you interact with, you see are like over 200 years old. But, you know, society, I'm assuming, can't take any more people. So can't have kids. And then Pop Squad, it follows one detective and his partner a little bit, you know, going around killing kids. And it gave me very Blade Runner-esque vibes. And literally even the car, he's, his flying police car. Yeah, is very much so. almost a direct rip-off of Deckard, Deckard's car in um, in Blade Runner. And I just love the style. It's quite, it's like got like a noir feel, like even his look, you know, his long black trench coat with like this trilby hat on and his, his pistol. It's got that cool dark feel he's always smoking the smoking in these episodes as well it makes smoking look cool as <laughs> it fuck fucking doesn't does, it? Doesn't it? all yeah. these characters that smoke it just looks cool um 
And yeah, just like like you said, like the interaction with the kids, I think it, it it lends itself to a full film. Yeah, you could have so much more. You could you could extend what happens. You could have more interactions, more um, more incidents. You know, it could get give a little bit more backstory. There's so much you could do with that, and that's what I love. That you know, I think it's a 15, 20 minute one, maybe eighteen minutes. I think it is, and they do so much with that. But the they've created a universe and a world that we've only got a little snapshot mm-hmm. of and i want to see more so this has this storyline similarly has been done with children of men yeah yeah but the difference is that that's pregnant women isn't it the difference is children of men is that they can't have kids yeah but they try kill the one that can don't they no they try and capture it because oh, she's ca- she's, it. she's the only one that's had kids go yeah, yeah, yeah humanity can't have kids anymore that's but Sorry, humanity yeah. are going to die out yeah so they need someone that can have a kid yeah so, oh actually so it's not similar it's the it's the opposite it's, it's the, the opposite. total opposite yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of course um so yeah the, the difference with this is is old earth what it would have been 200 years ago all yep. the skyscrapers is all down dirty mossed over yeah and there's this new beautiful cloud city yeah, yeah 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 like world where people live now that's absolutely beautiful and yeah. i think that would look great you're right yes i want to see a full length video it is that had to go somewhere pop squad is one it's not my favorite episode in this but it's one of my favorite episodes yeah it's the one that i remember in when we watched season three together yeah I said to you, was it scene three or two? Two. Two, it might have been. And I said, dude, Pop Squad. And you was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah. And <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I have this big thing. I can't watch shit about kids since having a kid. I mean, it's always been bad, but since having a kid, I, I, yeah. it makes me feel very, it makes me feel sick when I see yeah. stuff like that now. And like, because the kids in it as well, they're so, so cute. cute and they're so cute with their and... big eyes and they have no idea and they don't know what's coming. And. Oh, it's it's heartbreaking. But, and, and, and it's not a gory one, actually. This is nope, not one that is nope. gory. And that's what's great. This that episode is totally story driven. Yeah. And they do really so they do this really good scene in it. It's such a throwaway scene that they could have so many of them in the film of he sits down with this breeder yep. whose child is there, yep. offers her a cigarette, and then goes, Oh shit, no, sorry. Oh, it's can't. not good for the kid. Yeah. Who he's there to kill. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I love things like that. That's yeah, such yeah, yeah. a throwaway comment scene yeah. that in a film you could have so many of them little throw that cause they're I'm a big fan of them. Of, yeah, shit, that sticks with me more than a than yeah, a yeah, big yeah. twist at the end half the time. Uh, that I'm like fuck. Loads of like little bits like that would be so interesting to yeah. see. Yeah, it's just can you get away with a film about shooting kids in the face? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> I think you can. You don't have to see yeah. it. You don't have to see. No, it doesn't we, have to. Be, it doesn't have to be to be gory for the sake of it, but it's the story behind mm. it. And that one definitely. It's not a silly one. It's not like when the yogurt took over, or or you know, Night of the Living Mini Dead, or whatever. Yeah. You know, these silly little ones. This is a a story that's clearly based on an actual short story. Yeah. Um, I think it lends itself well. No, I think you know. I think. Similar to like the Blade Runner esque world, I think it would work. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It, like you say, it is a clear rip off of Blade Runner in that. In so many ways. In, in, that visual, in so many yeah. ways. Yeah, definitely. Go on. Then. What about you? Okay. Cool. For me, I've got um, Sunny's Edge. Nice. Yes. So Sunny's Edge is about um, 
Robot Wars, the TV show where they used to battle robots. <laughs> but these are, they sit down, they put these things on the on their temples yep. and they can move these fucking weird ass creature monsters. They're like monsters, aren't they? Like living yeah, monsters. a bit like, uh, oh God, what's the film with Charlie Hunn and big robots fight Pacific monsters. Rim. Very Pacific Rim-esque. Yes. And they fight each other and it's like an underground betting yeah, system. Yeah. The storyline, it's a 20 minute episode the storyline is fantastic. Yeah. The reason this girl, I mean, she's really disfigured, scars all over her face. Yeah. They go a little bit into a backstory, why she is how she is. There's a villain who is vile. He has a really good character arc in 20 minutes. Yeah, they all you're, do. Yeah. You're very invested in the monster. Massively. And the monsters that come in, the fighting. There is that much thrown into a 20-minute episode that works. Yes. It's not oversaturated with information and characters. It works so well that you you could expand that so easily, much with easily. more of the fighting, more of her backstory. Yeah. Why this villain is such a bastard. Because yep. we have he's a bastard. We have a storyline for him, but we don't know why he's such a prick. Yep. There's so much behind that that we need to see. Absolutely. And it ends perfectly. I'd have the same ending. Yeah, ending yeah. brilliant. Yeah, I'd end it at that. But yeah, give us more of the backstory. I totally agree. More of the fighting as well because we only see one sort fighting. of like of the arena battles. Yes, but you could easily you could turn it into a tournament. Yeah, it could it could be a tournament system, and you know these monsters progress through to a final. And it's episode one, Sunny's Edge. It's the very first episode of season of, of, of it all that's like that that's the first episode that i watched i know sometimes netflix puts them in random orders i was gonna say on mine it's three robots yeah i'm just looking oh, on imdb right okay on it's ne- not on mine on my netflix sunny's edge is the first ever episode it's the first right. one i ever watched um okay so maybe it will be for you guys it's definitely not for me but it, it shows that on imdb, on IMDb as well. and it, it shows it on my netflix <clears throat> um i think some just mix them up either that one or three robots but sunny's edge is incredible it's in- it, and and again it sets the tone um but yeah i totally agree i think it would make a fantastic full length it doesn't actually make any of my lists but it has been crossed out several times so it's there or <laughs> thereabouts it's a yeah, fantastic yeah, yeah. fantastic episode and yeah it, it's just one that, that there's not many that you'd want to see a full film of yeah there just isn't because they do such, and even the ones we're saying do such a good job in the small time frame they have. Yeah, there's a handful that would work. Yes, the rest of them, there's some that would work but don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This just cries out for more. It's yeah, absolutely, totally agree. So the finale, my darling. After all that, after all that, in an hour and twenty minutes, is that what we're up to? We're at an hour and twenty minutes. It's been nice having a few beers doing this as well. Yeah, as yeah. yeah. Um. What is your favourite episode of Love, Death and Motherfucking Robots? It's so difficult. I've scribbled out so many. (laughs) But the one I've gone for, based on rewatching it yesterday, that's what put it back to the top of the list. I've already said it. You've already said it. I've gone for Pop Squad. You've gone for Pop Squad. I absolutely love it. I love everything about it. I am about that. I'm okay with that. It's, It's... it's dark, it's noir, it's thriller, it's it's that dystopian future. Like, I love all the subtleties, you know, you've said quite a lot of them. Like, I just love his his facial features, has this, is this cold-blooded killer of a detective slowly 
starts to regain some of his lost humanity. He's been alive 220 years or something, and he starts to get something that he's lost. And I kind of think what I like about this is a lot of the episodes, it's about how humanity is is failing and it's, and it's terrible and we're going to destroy ourselves. And this this is already well in the thick of it. And this one I find, whilst it's, it is horrific... I find it quite hopeful that even when humanity have got to that state and the worst of them, the cold blooded killer who shoots kids in the face can regain that mm. and be like, I don't think this is right. Yeah. I think it's quite a hopeful, hopeful episode. That's such, that's really not, I like that. That's such a nice representation of it. Yeah. 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 Have you noticed as well? Um, <clears throat> this goes down to the animation style of it, of how, deep and dark his bags get under his eyes yeah, as he yeah. starts regaining this like humanity yeah and it's, he everyone looks so fresh and beautiful from this drug they've taken yeah. and this this life they're going to live without yeah. illness and death and he looks fucked yeah man. he's he, he, you know he's got sweat he's yeah he can, his complexion's quite sweaty it's like he's affected his mental health is just deteriorating rapidly as the episode go, goes on yeah and the way they've done that throughout the animation is incredible the story's incredible I love everything about it. I want it to be a full length film. I'd love, not necessarily a sequel. A sequel would be cool, but full length. I want more of it. I'm going to shake your hand after this because I'm really glad that you did. Yeah. Because that, to me, is the one that sticks with me forever. Mm, Yeah. Um, And it could have gone in practically all of my, all of these, unfortunately. The most fucked up, you're shooting kids. The animation style is ridiculously good. Yeah. Yeah. want to see a sequel i want to see a full length it's thought-provoking as yeah, shit yeah and absolutely. it's one of my favorites yeah so that's and that's could that's, have gone everywhere. that's why it's my favorite because it it could have it'd have been a bit of a boring conversation if i just put pop squad <laughs> <laughs> for every category i mean everyone would know everything about pop squad yeah, at that yeah, point, yeah yeah um so for me mentioned before i'm sure you can guess what it is because i speak about it all the time oh, what is it right it's jabaro it's isn't jabaro. it oh, no i hate it but I, I love it i love it it's fantastic um but it's awful i love jabaro i love the art style i, I mean the witness is up there with one of my favorites as well yes i love that art style i love that um into the spider-verse-esque and the thing about Into the Spider-Verse is it works quite well because it's a bright New York City, yep. nice bing, bang, bong. This is a weird, like, Aztecian trail, but because the siren and her gold and the flash of red of a lipstick yeah. and all this shit, they make them colours work so beautifully. Oh, they, do. they do. The story is insane. Like you said, when she's ripping the people into the into the water with her, the eyes are bulging, the shots are right in the face, um, to the point where the siren has got the fucking horses going. Oh, yeah, and yeah, And it's yeah. the horses that's dragging a load of them down. Yeah, yeah. The dancing, the movement, everything about it is so choreographed and yeah. beautiful. They're killing each other, but it's beautiful. Yeah, no, I, and I get it, and I get it's it. it's fucked up, but it's beautiful. I, I get it. It's just so good. And I love the storyline of him. Um, this isn't a big, spoiler so i'm gonna say it so he's obviously deaf he can't hear any of this i love the beginning where he has to be told tap 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 we're going yeah. this way now yeah very nice you hear everything through that wishy-washy sound of yeah because he's deaf then he wakes up after this experience with the fucking siren he's 
fucked her up. He stole all her shit off her. Like, no, you've killed my squad. I'm stealing all the gold off your body, which is practically her skin. Yeah. He wakes up. He's got his fucking hearing back. Yeah. He cannot cope. He's never had hearing before. You don't know that, but yeah. you can just tell with how he reacts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. going crazy. He's trying to stab birds because they're making noises. Leaves him open to this siren's call. Oh my God, I've literally got goosebumps talking yeah. about it. It's, it is an incredible episode. I totally agree with everything you're saying. Like, and it could have been top of whole of my list, like best animation, most fucked up, most thought provoking. It's one of them. Again, it sticks with me and I, it sticks with me because it the is bad so stuff. fucked up yeah. <laughs> because it is haunting. It's just this horrific piece of animation. It's incredible. It's so, so well done. Um, so yeah, t- I, c- I can understand why you've got it as number one. It's not mine because I hate it. <laughs> You're terrified it. of it. It freaks me out, man. Honestly, because well, that's that's a testament to how good it is. Yeah, when I mentioned it to you and you said I am genuinely scared of that episode, it yeah. took me back a bit. I went, really? Yeah. And, and you was like, leave it for the episode. We'll talk about this in yeah, the episode. So I think you knew then it was going to be my yeah, favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was quite interested to hear why, and I get it because it is. It is fucked up. It's, it's, it's just, it's just everything intense. About it's, it's, it. Everything about it is so intense. It's uncomfortable. It's an yes. uncomfortable yeah. 15, 20 minute watch. Yeah. Um, but but watch it. Definitely experience it. So that, boys, girls, ladies and gentlemen, everybody on earth is Love, Death and Robots. We cannot express enough how much we want you to watch Love, Death and Robots. Yeah. You will, if you're not into it in three episodes, don't watch it. If you are, you will smash through it yeah. in a couple of days. Yeah. And and what's what's great about it is even like from you know, from our conversations, everyone can take something from it. You know, everyone's gonna have their own favourites. As there are so, so many episodes we have not even mentioned <laughs> once tonight. So many incredible episodes. So that's why it was so hard. Yeah, this this is just, you know, a brief, a brief look into it. Um, which is weird because we've been speaking about it for nearly an hour yeah. and it is the briefest look into it. Yeah. I guarantee if you've uh, enjoyed what you've heard, then you're going to love the show. There's so much to it. So go give it a watch. Three seasons. Uh, season three came out earlier this year, which we were sad about when we saw because it was open for more. Yeah. Um, hopefully more next year, yeah. early next year. I hope, think we're going to see crossed. many, many more seasons of this because as long as they have ideas, They'll put them on paper. Yeah. Some, yeah. you know, th- there's a few not so great ones. There's none that I hate. No, no, no. If I'm honest with you, I, there's some that I'm not bothered about, but it's none that I dislike. Yeah. And I think what's great about it as well, I was looking at it, into it a little bit, obviously in the preparation for this, is that each episode is done by like a different studio from around the world. Yeah. So, you know, some are made in America, some are made in Britain, some are made in like Poland, you know, some are made in literally like Germany, Spain, it literally gives a chance for all these different artists from around the world, all these different story writers to just give like a little 15 minute, 20, 15, 20 minute, you know, here you go. Here's what we made for this show. And I I love that as well. It's it's a proper collaborative show. Have you ever heard of ABCs of Death? I haven't. We're going to talk about that after this. We'll do that because that's very similar in what there is. Okay. So... That was Love, Death and Robots. That was episode six. As mentioned earlier, please share with your friends. Please get in touch with us. Please give us your recommendations. Yep. Please, if you want to hear, you know, we've now got top five. We've got 60 second recommendations. If you'd like to see another little bit on the show that you've got some ideas for, give them to us. We want to build. We want to share. We are 
fucking loving doing this. Yeah, it's good we fun. We get so excited about doing it. We get to spend time with each other, which is nice. Now yeah, we don't work together. Absolutely. And we get to discuss. And actually, I've, I hear more from people now than I ever have <laughs> since <laughs> doing this. And it's just so nice and so lovely from you, uh, you know, of you all to be doing this. Yeah. Um, so thank you. Just carry on sharing, carry on liking, carry on talking. Uh, thank you for the sponsor, Drew Flanagan Music, as always. Thank you yes. for the Mars Raspberry Smash, Jess. Yep. Yeah, um, we love you all very much, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, thanks very much, everyone. Peace. <laughs>